It looks like it's comic book day, and that means your ears are about to hear U.S. Comics Cast! Are you in luck? Because guess who's here? The best co-host in the multiverse, my big brother and CEO of U.S. Comics, John Rivera. Yeah, bring me in hot. I love it. And I am joined, as (laughs) always, by the Pedro to my Napoleon Dynamite, the COO of U.S. Comics, Charlie Bigly Wiggly Rivera. Remember, in your next election, vote COO. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to go <laughs> What's vote going on, Bigly man? Wiggly. What's up, brother? <laughs> I know what's going on in my next jersey I make. <laughs> <laughs> the first U.S. Comics cast hockey jersey, Bigly Wiggly, <laughs> on the back. Land I'll still goalie. rock LT's number. I'll mix sports. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Well done. How you doing this Wednesday, my dude? Can't complain, my friend. I can't complain. Still stuffed from Thanksgiving turkey. Got the Christmas decorations Oof. fired up and burning hot into the night. We're officially Looking into great. the holiday season. I'm loving it. It's it's just it's a great it's a great time. It's a great time all the time. You There's know. an amazing after you. <laughs> <laughs> now you clearly had a thought to get across. I was saying I got my hands on a nice early preview of DC's uh, holiday special. This okay. year, they kind of do a jumbo $5 book every uh, every holiday. It's great. There's a great Supergirl story in there nice. that I think you'll you'll really, really dig. It's like all the stories take place in like post-apocalyptic universe. Huh. It's, it's amazing. I, I was really, um, I was taken aback. By uh, by the kind of preview pages I, I got, I was uh, I was thoroughly thoroughly entertained. That stuff's my favorite. It's kind of what we were talking about uh, in previous weeks. Uh-huh. It's when you do those big departures. It's uh, it's a lot of fun sometimes. Sure. Sometimes it falls sure. on its face, but you yeah. call it Universe One Twenty Two and don't ever go back. Right? Yeah, you're you're rolling the dice every time you pick up a book like that. That you know it's not following something that happened. The action that followed last month. I um, actually also, in conjunction with some of our our prior conversations, I'm doing some catch up on Saga, and oh man, oh ridiculous! I'm really not sure how I feel about the commentary from the creator that it will never uh, leave the comic book page to to you know to find itself in another iteration. It'll never end up. On, as a series or a movie or a series of movies or a movie or series. Um, I, I'm really not <laughs> sure how I feel about it because I can just, I mean, I can just picture it in my head. And don't get me wrong, I, I've had my heart broken before, but I can picture it in my head. I mean, it's, it's, it's truly like Star Wars and Game of Thrones had a baby. Uh, it's just that it's just outstanding. I want to see that miraculous love child on some kind of screen, big or small. But the the word on the street is that's never gonna happen. You know, there there's uh, every now and then I'm given I'm given faith in things, and then it finds a way of hurting me. Uh, slightly off topic from the world of of funny books, but uh, Back to the Future is still owned by its original creator. And uh, and there have been talks for years. There have, uh, from from what I understand, all but verified <clears throat> big figure deals to bring a new iteration of Back to the Future uh, to the screen. And he has stopped it every time. It kind of has to be approved by him. Yeah. However, yeah. the contract is written. I've, I've um, always it's, it's always amazing. heard that um, you know that that you know kind of the the the, the standing rule. Was that it will never be rebooted or 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 sequelized again unless by that creative team in literally in his lifetime. So uh, I'm not surprised to hear that. I'm really hoping he gets the itch though because I'm selfish. <laughs> I'm I'm of the theory, and same with Saga. Um, 
I am I am fully aware of who I am in regards to I would rather them make a movie or TV show that stunk on ice. Really? Uh, rather than not have it. Oh, I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with you, sir. Let me go ahead the, and uh, the goal let is me never... go and stroll over <laughs> to the opposite side of the net because we are not playing doubles in this game. Well, well, but the goal, the goal is always to make something that's awesome. Even yeah. when it's a cash grab, uh-huh. no cash grab in history has been like, we're going to grab some cash. Who cares if it even sucks? The original Fantastic Four had people trying their asses off. I mean, yeah, the the the, the Fantastic Four were trying, uh, but that's only because Doctor Doom had a ray gun up their ass. No, I, I once again, <laughs> let, let me go ahead and get further away from the net in this clearly singles match, me versus you. Um, no, I, I, I also disagree, especially in the cinematic world. They absolutely put movies out, uh, certain movies, intentionally as bad as humanly possible so that there is no return for the movie to, to rake the insurance premiums and, and collect. They intentionally do make bad movies that stink on ice. Uh, Blood Rain, I can think of off the top of my head. Um, they, they make movies that stink and they know it and they do not want anybody to go spend money to see them. But here's the, but even Blood Rain, even Blood Rain, someone saw that and went, well, this concept's cool. What the hell is Blood Rain? And they found the source material. Good source material can always be salvaged. You'll always find it. It's a totally different... Let's let's stop burying the lead because this is as natural of a segue ever. Let's talk movie adaptations. Sure. I mean, let's, let's I did, jump I in. did and, think and my uh, conversation about Saga was a pretty good intro, but hey, man, no problem. I got no problem at all uh, passing the ball. It was, it was the a assist. great intro. I like, <laughs> I like to find the argument early. <laughs> I'll take the assist. It's still a point on the sheet at the end of the game. It, it it it's a, and it's a and it's you know what it's the golden point. It is the the point which all other points <laughs> shall are. be made. So, I, you know what I think part of the problem is that you like bloodline. <laughs> First of all, how dare you? I love blood rain. But like nobody likes blood rain. All right, so all, all I can say. In all sincerity, and again, we don't have to talk about this particular adaptation of a hack and slash video game, mediocre at best, that turned to a just a, a atrocious movie. Um, I, and I believe I'm, I might be mispronouncing it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure the the pronunciation is Yui Bowl. Um, you know, so so the, we and, and you're right; it has some of our some of our favorite uh, performers and and actors. Um, in it, um, but just uh, just a, just an absolutely piece of garbage, and I, I think um, it grossed like three point seven million dollars with a twenty five million dollar <laughs> budget. Oof, that hurts. I saw it twice, so I did my part. <laughs> so, so at least fifteen dollars of that is yours, not counting uh, concessions. Exactly. Yikes. But but Huey Bull tries. He, no, he tried. No, he didn't. He tried to lose money. It, it's, it's known. It is. You know nothing, Jon Snow. It is, it is known <laughs> across the board. His rep, His reputation is a schlock maestro. Um, he gets incredibly negative reviews from critics. Um, and and you know like, he he he, he wants to lose money. You know he loses. The the uh, you know he he loses he drops the ball money making wise he's just not good at it. But you but okay so so we then have to we have to categorize this conversation uh-huh. removing Yui Bowl type clips. <laughs> okay, we just fair. have to it, it wouldn't enough. it wouldn't be fair to it wouldn't be fair to my narrative okay. if if we're allowed to have people who are intentionally scoring for the All wrong right. team. I get it. I get um, it. But but 
I would, I, I, and I don't want the conversation to just be negative. I feel like I always <laughs> give this asterisk, and then I rant about fucking I'm, Joker being, you know, the I killer of Batman's I parents. I don't want to always be negative, but listen to this negative shit I have to say real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm going to start off with, with what's widely considered now a huge uh, flop and a huge failure. Uh, I fucking love in its own pocket dimension. I need to put an asterisk <laughs> oh on it. Oh my god. There's a lot of setup for this pick I, right away. I, I, I fucking love the director's cut of Ben Affleck's Daredevil. Oh god. Okay. Listen. I can agree <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. That, the, that, the, that the, the, the fight in the park between Matt Murdock and Elektra is mm-hmm. fucking terrible. Sure. I'm not an idiot. I know that sucks balls. But there were some elements that really, really worked. And I, and I cite the director's cut because there were some oh. directions that he wanted to go that they wouldn't go with him. But you can't tell me. And, and maybe the difference is because I, I love actors and I love movies the way I do. I sometimes kind of love when I see someone having fun. Colin Farrell is a goddamn delight in that movie. He may not yeah. be bullseye like I wanted him, I mean, but he a, was wonderful. Yeah, he is. A, he is a very, uh, he's a very rare ray of light in that movie. Because because uh, I I have to disagree. I think that movie is a total stinking turd. And and you know you know I'm uh, I think Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Yo, I, I am not an Affleck <laughs> hater. Um, though there, there, there are some out there. I'm like, look, even his ex-wife doesn't hate him. Who the fuck are you to hate him? But um, <laughs> no, no, I, I I'm not a, a Ben Affleck hater whatsoever. But I, I hated that Daredevil movie. I thought it was, you know, for for me also, it was that fact of like um, when you're when you're waiting, you know, when you're waiting so long to be seated at a restaurant. And you got there when you were supposed to get there, and you have reservations and everything. You see your name scrawled, uh, you know, in the reservation book, and you show up smiling. And they're like, okay, half an hour, and you're like, oh god, and your tummy's rumbling. And then by the time you finally <laughs> sit down and you get past the uh, the occasional roll or, or breadstick they throw at you, and actually get to eat the food you ordered, but it sucks. That's how I felt about Daredevil. I I was sat there. I'm like, I waited all this time for this. Are you kidding me? Oh, I, I did not like it. I, I There's two points I always make when I'm making this argument. Because that's that fundamentally is the difference between you and I. Uh-huh. There is no there is no version of you so hungry <laughs> that you'll like whatever's put in front of you. You give me this a turd and a hot dog bun, I'll be like, uh, at least the uh-huh. hot dog bun was good. I mean, what, is it a potato so bun it, at least? <laughs> Of course. Uh, <laughs> it made worldwide, it made $100 million. Profit. Who cares? We're not talking about how much money. Uh, um, uh, I'm saying that I'm not the only one that likes it. People may hate themselves for liking it. That's also that's also crazy. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever walked out of a movie? Ever once? Yes. You have. Okay. I walked out of one movie my entire life. Did you get a refund? No, you you uh, pay I, your good your good hard earned money to see a movie. You sit yourself down with your pop with your, your popcorn and your uh, you know your your uh, um, snow caps and your, your two liters of soda, and you start throwing it in your face. And you see your trailers. Then the movie comes up and it's <laughs> trash, and you're like, "Let's go." They don't. They're not. There's nobody waiting for you with a refund. You're like, "Oh, you only you only here 15 minutes." Just because you paid your money doesn't mean that you enjoyed it or even stopped safe for the end credits. Come on, man. Again, uh, <laughs> it has. I just, how could I not like it? Jennifer Gardner is uh, delicious. Ben oh Affleck is delicious. Huh. Colin Farrell's fantastic. No. Michael Clark Duncan, way miscast, but fucking fantastic. John Favreau, uh, Joe Pantoliano. Uh, come on! It was fucking Kevin Smith's in the movie. I was gonna like it, and no. even knowing the wonderful world of Netflix's Daredevil, rest in peace. Uh, three seasons wasn't enough. 
<laughs> Fuck you, Netflix. You should have paid whatever Mar whatever Marvel wanted. Yes, uh, it yes, would have yes. been worth it, you son of a bitch. I agree. Um, Fuck, fuck Disney too, because they huh. took Daredevil from me, and I don't believe that that's not the case. But huh. even knowing the potential of Daredevil, three amazing seasons plus Defenders, all of that Daredevil goodness. If tomorrow they were like Ben Affleck announces Daredevil two, I'd be like, ah, pre-order that. Oh, I'd go. Terrible. terrible. I'd fucking go. Let's that, get the that. leather fucking suit jacket. All I'm saying is that money better not come out of my Christmas budget because that is money not well spent, sir. Yuck. Yuck. What All right, about so you? What's the lowest quality superhero movie that Oof. you not only like, oh, it's, it's passing, that you will at some point in the near future be in the mood to watch again, if any? What's what's a uh, so let me just just let me quantify your question. So what's the worst superhero or or comic book uh, origin uh, movie that I that I that I am the first one to say look this movie sucks, but I'm anxious to see again. Is that is that the question, prosecutor? It doesn't have to be an origin movie, but that's the question. No, no, not not an origin, just like a, a comic book. Uh, a comic yes. book origin uh, movie, like it, that's that's the original property. Um, Correct. I, I, I honestly, I have to say maybe none because a bad movie to me is a is a bad movie. And look, I'm like I'm like a you know Aunt Gertrude that when when she turns her back on on you know on a cousin, she never speaks to them again. That's me when it comes to movies. If a movie is bad and I disliked it. I don't care what list it's on, how much it made, who has every T-shirt, you know, uh, r relating to the characters and the, you know, and their arc. If I think a movie is bad, I will never watch it again. Why would I? My my time is precious, sir. You know, you you never <laughs> know how much time. I'm literally just <laughs> I'm shitting away time. I'm like, fuck it, I'll watch Suicide <laughs> Squad again. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's just, uh, that's just a choice. Look, there's so many, there are, you know, in a comic book uh, related or not, there are so many bad movies out in the world. Honestly, I'll even go a step further. There are a, a, a ton of good movies that I will not watch again because I'm like, well, I know the ship is going to sink at Titanic. Well, I know that the mansion is go up in flames. You know, I, I know Scarlet. Uh, nobody gives a shit, Scarlet. I, like I, I know these things. So even good movies, <laughs> I may not necessarily watch again because I like, know what what's really left on the bone. There's no meat on the bone for me. Um, but no, in this in this conversation, uh, I'm gonna start on the positive because you know clearly I'm the angel <laughs> on the right shoulder as opposed to your devil on the left. Um, no, I'm gonna start. When you're Do talking, it. watch <laughs> Blade Trinity. Boy, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna start with with the the, the king daddy of them all, the uh, uh, undeniably greatest superhero character ever made, the original uh, underwear on the outside type guy, and the 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 conversion to cinema that that made everything that's happening now possible. These Billions of dollars that are possible happened because Superman the movie in 1978 existed. Um, their tagline, uh, you'll believe a man can fly. Because don't forget, you know, up to then you had, um, you know, had Superman on, on television. And, and you had, you know, the, the kind of typical laying on their belly and, you know, sh the, the, the film is, is shooting sideways and somebody's off camera billowing his cape behind him and things like that. You know, uh, th they had iterations in other media besides comic books before, but when when Superman, the movie, it should just be called the movie. Actually, that's how that's how freaking good it is. It's just the <laughs> movie because um, every other movie, I don't care who you are, pales in comparison. What they were able to do uh, technology-wise at that time, and also probably even more importantly to me, um, the spirit that they were ap uh, able to capture. Like, for me, that's Superman. You know, as a kid, you know, that, I mean, that, that movie came out, I was two years old. Maybe not even not even yet. So by the time I was kind of coming to my, my own 
and approaching double digits and kind of realizing what was what and who's who. You know, I had my own copy and, and you know, I, I could see it on TV. And, um, I mean, that that was Superman. And I, and I really think, uh, not, again, to use Charlieism, not to bury the lead, but I think that ultimately that's what defines a good... Uh, um, a, a good uh, comic book movie or not is look there's some people that they're gonna that this is that character or storyline to them then yeah how can you say it's not a good movie but um, I think Superman did it best I really do there's something so magical about Richard Donner's Superman that mm-hmm. I, I mean and and nostalgia nostalgia aside um, it's just <sighs> you hit the what do you mean the nostalgia? You said the... You're talking about the you're talking <laughs> about the pimp standing outside the uh, the the rotating doors. <laughs> Woo, Jim, that is a bad outfit. Woo, love it. I also what are you talking love about? the kind of totally timely. There's a great moment which which kind of proves what a phenomenal actor he was. Uh, hey. Superman, not the pimp. Um, uh, I was gonna say because he. Because he kind of gives him this great, almost the stutter step of a face. Yeah, where it's yeah, like, exactly. is this really? Ha- <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it's such a great, uh, it's such a great moment. I mean, he is Christopher Reeves is oh. such a genius in that film. He is. And anyone I mean, who hasn't checked is. it out, watch, watch some of the behind the scenes stuff. There's one video that encapsulates his brilliance. Um, uh, I, again, I, I kind of love actors, and I love learning about the different ways they do things but there's this great 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 moment where and i want to say it's cut from the theatrical uh film but mm-hmm. it's superman clark is about to tell lois he's super maybe it's from superman 2 it must be from superman 2 he's about to tell lois that he's superman and he stands up straight and the fucking guy gets six inches taller no it, it, that's actually superman one um, it's just after he gave her the quote unquote interview, but uh, his method of interviewing. Yeah. Oh is, yes, they're going let on me, like let a me fly thing. you in your see through ninety, and you can sing me a song in your head. Um, yeah, it was just I after that. that. He, he, <laughs> they just finished the flight, and he, uh, he's he's uh, you know, as you said, he's about six inches away from telling her who he really is. But you know, he thinks better of it, and um, on goes the saga. He goes a very unselfish way, which again is that character. That character sure. is so well defined. In, oh, it's ridiculous. In two hours. It's it, it's it's, it's Superman. If someone had, if someone uh, had been living in a cave on Mars and didn't know who Superman was, they could watch Superman the movie and in two hours know exactly who Superman was. Never mind. Just like uh, if you're looking at it just on a on a cinematic level. You have a you're dealing with a story by Mario Puzo, who wrote the book The Godfather and and subsequently the script for The Godfather. Um, you're talking about a cast that includes Marlon Brando, Gene Hackman, obviously the aforementioned Christopher Reeve, Ned Beatty, who's unbelievable. Um, you know, uh, obviously you know uh, R.I.P. Uh, Margot Kidder, Terrence Stamp. I mean, has Terrence Stamp ever made a movie that is not on your on the awesome list? I, I don't think so. Um, and I he mean, just, just is a tour de force. I mean, he's just you know. Look, if you're going to lead the regulators, you got to be a badass, and that's what he is. And <laughs> and the the score. Um, everybody wants to talk about how Star Wars wouldn't be Star Wars if the music wasn't the music that we got. And guess what? With that music came from John Williams. Guess who did the movie, uh, the the music for for Superman the movie, John Williams. So I mean, it's and, got and it's again, got really everything is, going in its in its favor. All of these years later, with with DC trying their hand at the cinematic universe and Superman being on TV in a lot of iterations, nothing has has Caught in an that, audio that magic. way represented nope. Superman more no, than John Williams. He, He's he's, dun, 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 he's dun. sampled it's such. He's sampled more than like sixties. Uh, a doo-wop is sampled by P Diddy. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is something it is something unbelievable. Uh, I'll, I'll take your your uh, your pride and your your uh, love 
for Superman, and I'm going to go okay. a, a much different direction to free the lane for you, but I am going to stay positive, completely positive for this one, because I will fight you, the people who don't like this movie. Um, but but a comic book movie, not quite a superhero movie, but kind of a superhero movie. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World from 2010. Oh, yeah. Um, dynamite. Edgar Just Wright dynamite. absolutely crushes it. Uh, in my opinion, Michael Sarah's uh, best uh, best uh, performance. Uh, it falls very in line with the type of characters that he plays, but that's not the point. The point is everyone huh. kind of needs a... a, a a prime example, and even more than Superbad or or Arrested Development, which which he stars on. I mean, again, an amazing cast. Um, a, uh, you look at this cast now, and it's it's all winners. It's Anna Kendrick, Allison Pill, yeah. Aubrey Plaza, like a, Mary yeah, Elizabeth like Winstead, Jason Schwartzman. Absolutely. You know, and it just is everything that that. Uh, Again, I'll call it a comic for for simplest terms, but it was also written and produced and s prepared before the script was done. So they kind of wrote mm -hmm. their own ending, uh, which is which is really amazing. It wow. kind of was was written simultaneously with the tail end. Uh, I want to say just I could be wrong. Someone fact check me if you want. You can yell at me on on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, I want to say only the first book was out. Volume one was out. Um, and they had most of the story, uh, obviously, but um, the very end, at least, was something that they kind of wrote on their own. And it's one of those movies that I feel like is constantly being rediscovered. Uh, is it is it as important as Richard Donner's Superman? Not in not in the normal sense, not in the movie history sense. But when you look at Edgar Wright's work, and if you look at two thousand, uh, the two thousands, and and cinema so far. I think Scott Pilgrim represents a very specific time, a very specific feel. Um, sure. It's a it's a phenomenal movie. It it's one of those films that that is as good as its source material in some aspects, uh, perhaps even better. Some people prefer the movie even over the books. Uh, hmm. I, I love it. I well, anyone I've met yeah. who hasn't liked it didn't understand it. The movie or the book? You mean? Uh, both. <laughs> hmm. Well, you know what it's funny? I think for me, the art style of the book turns some people off, but they never give it a chance. They never really delve into the... Well, I mean, yeah, it's a little short-sighted. You know, if, if they're... Unless they're following my life is precious, I'm not going to waste two minutes if I don't have <laughs> you to. You just sold people <laughs> on read two pages and pimp off. No Listen, slow burns, but John me to be consistent or to make sense on a regular basis... You are sorely, sorely going to be disappointed, sir. If your family doesn't get it, not randos <laughs> on the internet. No, no, I, I hear you. And I mean, for me, um, I think I fall into that category. I don't dislike the comic uh, uh, material, but I really dig the movie. That's that's one of the movies um, in the good category that I that I absolutely would watch over and over. And and you know what? I'm going to go ahead and debate my own point. Um, when you when you go ahead and you watch movies that you <laughs> liked the first time out, even um, on the rewatch, there are things that you that you didn't catch the first time. So there there is plenty of good reason to rewatch certainly movies that you did like. Uh, so I'll I'll, I'll kind of um, I'll neuter that aggressive point from earlier just a little bit. I just don't do that because you know. You uh, I think I caught everything the first time, and again, I only you have know what, so much John? time left on Earth. John, I'm hearing what you're saying. I'm reading between the lines. I went on Amazon, <laughs> and I went ahead, and I ordered you Daredevil on Blu-ray. That's going to be at your house in two to three days. Oh, that's good. I get it. You're oh, desperate yeah. to watch the Affleck. Sure. Let me tell you, even Affleck doesn't have a copy of that movie in his house. I How dare it. you? <laughs> I mean, he may have, he, needs... he may have had to sell it for the divorce settlement, but you never know. You never know, really. Anything's possible. Do you think that was ever a fight where she was like, "Fuck you, you did Daredevil," and he was like, "Really? You were also uh, you did the sequel." Yeah, exactly. You were in both. Exactly. You died. It's you your had an fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's got. She doesn't really have a leg to stand on in that argument. 
Um, I think it's more like the the drunken, you know, uh, abusiveness. That's that's probably where the majority of her debate will lie. But um, she set so, up a whole so, bunch so, of weird rice bags <laughs> to draw a Daredevil uh, on and throw a sigh. Who is dropping those? Sure. It doesn't make sense. I mean, shut up, yeah. everyone. Daredevil rules. <laughs> it's all set up. Um, all right. So so for for my next contribution to the conversation, I too am gonna go to the dark side. I'm going to go negative. Um, but uh, I'm going to have a caveat because let me just say that I think Frank Miller is undeniably one of the most influential oh, and outstanding comic book writers. Um, but uh, let's say that I don't think he's the best director. Um, so so everything that he was able to do for Batman and Wolverine and Daredevil... Um, you know, was was outstanding in the, on the pages. Um, when I saw Sin City, even a pro, I love Sin City, um, just from the commercials, like from from the advertisements, from the trailers. Uh, I was already a fan. I if I could have pre-bought uh, my own copy at that time, I would have. Never mind the fact that you know Robert Rodriguez obviously had a very very uh, influential hand uh, co-directing. Um, and and is a very very much a, a big reason why the the Sin City was so uh, was so outstanding, um, but Miller, <laughs> on his own, went ahead and directed and put out the Spirit in two thousand eight. What arrogance! And uh, <laughs> oh god, he's like, hey, get out of here, Beaner. I got this. He went out and and put out the Spirit in in I mean verbatim exactly the same cinematic style you know like the like the dark darks and the very very bright uh whites um had absolutely all of the same visual appeal of sin city um if not for the fact that the time frame was different you're like oh is this is this a sequel um but it was just a just a bad bad movie um and and it's not a bad character you know it's uh it's an older character you know granted um, but but that you know that that's something that that can oftentimes work in your favor. Uh, it did not. <laughs> it didn't here. Um, good actor. Richard Donner's Superman uh-huh. overly understood the character. <laughs> the spirit had mm-hmm. no fucking idea what a character was. That mm. movie is dog shit. Yeah, it's bad. Again, I had a good cast. It looked like Sin City, uh, but it it was not. <laughs> it was not Sin it's City. It's also like, why did it look like Sin City? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's like, I know how to do this. I was paying attention. I was looking over Robert Rodriguez's so- shoulder, so I took notes. Uh, so I mean, it's it's. I don't know, need uh, any sets. Get me a bunch <laughs> of boxes and a green screen. I got. I can bang yeah. this shit out in a weekend. He, yeah, with a green screen and the same, like, uh, black and white cardboard, uh, you know, uh, paper mache uh, type uh, effects. Um, I, I could do this, but uh, he, he just couldn't. I mean, it's his one, it's his only solo movie project, and uh, I think we know why. It was it was just bad. Yeah, it's it's not only bad, it's, it's embarrassing bad. Yeah, it's insultingly bad. <laughs> Now I don't know if I don't know if necessarily it was it was Sin City that directly led to to another uh, another famous director uh, in Zack Snyder making a, a movie that looked so not not exactly uh, Sin City looked ripped out of the pages. Sure. Three hundred uh, does a very similar effect. With the style mm. in which it's it's shot, certainly certain yeah, scenes are pulled right out. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, two thousand uh, right, right. Two thousand six, uh, three a year after Sin City, uh, three hundred comes out. Same exact feeling. Watching those those ads, watching the trailers, and I watched those trailers dozens of times for Sin City. I did the same mm-hmm. thing. For 300, an epic war film based on the 1998 comic book series by Frank Miller uh, and Lynn Varley. A lot of people don't don't give Lynn any credit. Um, it's amazing. Everything about it is pitch perfect. Mm-hmm. It's it sure. does its job. It is 
it was the 2006 answer to almost the Rocky films. You left <laughs> 300 being like, I am kicking a motherfucker in a hole. I'm doing it oh, tonight, yeah. bro. Yeah. Let me let me let me say this. There were doctors that were prescribing low testosterone patients a a, a movie ticket to 300. Like, go watch this. <laughs> Your testosterone will be through the friggin' roof for two hours from when you sit down. I guarantee you, and it'll be it'll be cheaper than what I was gonna charge. And I mean, Zack Snyder uh, kind of tried a very similar thing um, in in one of his follow ups. He he had this film style. He went for it with an original concept that just felt like a comic book in Sucker Punch. And for a lot of people, yeah. it didn't work. But there's a yeah, there's no, a growing all, group. It was all flash. It was all, you know, there's no substance. Visually, well, growing, it was beautiful. Yeah, there's, there's a growing group that is kind of, in a lot of ways, they've manufactured their own subtext. In some ways, it feels like it was very, very intentional. But uh, that film's picking up a bit of a, a cult following, as opposed to something Ugh. like The Spirit. But but 300 God. was great. Are you? They did you're a not sequel. part of that cult, right? Uh, I am a little bit. I have oh, really I questionable taste. I knew it. Yeah, that's yeah. my bad. Uh, 300 <laughs> Rise of an Empire, however, uh, was not good. Uh, it came in 2014, mm, no. far, far too removed. Um, the story just wasn't as interesting. Uh, it's about the Battle of Marathon, which which could work, should have worked. You put it in, in a, a better set of hands, maybe it works. I, the screenplay Zack Snyder helped with. So so the yeah. magic just well, that, wasn't there. That's Again, probably a good why cast. you know it didn't work. <laughs> that he that he wrote and was like, I'm not gonna direct this fucking thing. Yeah. He's like, I have never read a history book before or a comic, but I could do this. <laughs> three hundred yeah. though, uh three hundred fucking rules. That's the only way to say oh, it. Oh yeah, and that that was a solid up and down uh pick right there. Um Thank you. I, I I, I now now th 300 was very interesting for me because uh you know like I love the history channel and you know I was that douche in school that like read chapters ahead of the class when I wasn't supposed to and um I was asking the teacher like these pointed questions as if I had and some kind of insight into their teaching when I just read the next chapter so I I kind of <laughs> I knew what was coming so to speak um so so but buddy I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big big history buff so the the battle of thermopylae which is what 300 the comic and the subsequent movie were was based off to this day is one of the most famous um you know historical war moments um you know uh, pieces of history um the fact that that 300 spartans plus a couple of thousand you know extra greeks that nobody likes to talk about um held off this invading massive army I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, so people could argue that it's a little bit of a, little bit of a, a hateful <laughs> depiction of uh, of the Middle East <laughs> armies and stuff like that. Not not too historically accurate visually, um, but I mean, just if you're looking at it just from a purely story basis, good guy, bad guy type stuff, uh, you know, it was it was really just unbelievable. And and you're right, um, you know, the the sequel, Rise of the Ape. First of all, it it was it was years too late. Like it, it took forever to come out. It almost like uh, yeah, I don't know how you justify even yeah it's, it's yeah two three years is all mm -hmm. you got. I mean they, they uh, now Frank Miller did write you know uh, kind of stories that followed. And again, well history history wrote those stories. Uh, to be totally honest, but uh, Frank Miller adopted <laughs> uh, adapted the history so that he can spit out a couple more comics. Because that was not the end of the story historically, you know. Um, the bad guys win you know, ultimately. They, the you know Leonidas and, and Spartans they they lose sort of quote unquote in, in a heroic fashion and a historic fashion. Um, but but you know um, the, the the bad guys so to speak were like, well, that was really honorable. Let's turn around and go home. No, the army <laughs> the army kept on invading the uh, Greek. But uh, they had now gotten enough time that, you know, that, that it wasn't like a, a full-on bushwhack. So the sequel follows, um, quote-unquote, historically what, what happened next. And, and really what happened next was the fight on the water. It was the, it was the naval battle 
that ultimately turned Xerxes and his army around and sent them sent them home. Um, but but there, for as many liberties with history as 300 took, 300 Rise of an Empire was just like rewriting history completely. Um, you know, never never mind David Green's overacting. Uh, <laughs> you can you can you can let that one go. <laughs> Um, but they, I mean, they, they rewrote a lot, a lot of history. Uh, and I'm not saying that's what made it a bad movie. I'm just saying for me, I was like, no, that's not right. No. So I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit perturbed. <laughs> and I love, I love the, the, the honesty of like 300 was wrong too. Yeah. But at least it was yeah. fucking awesome. Well, like, 300 Rise of an Empire was fucking wrong and <laughs> shitty. Like, how like, dare yeah, you? It was historically inaccurate, but even worse, it was a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> what else What else resonates with you, either for good or bad All right. reasons? Well, my, the, the next one on my list, and to be honest, I was ready to just cross it off because I didn't think that I had an Ice Cube's chance in hell to spit it out before you did, before you brought up Thankfully, your 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 uh, predilection for negative uh, kept it off you from the first thing off of bubbling lips. Um, no, what I think absolutely is one of the greatest adaptations from comic book to film ever is The Crow. How how was that not the first thing you talked about? The Crow is eminently rewatchable. Um, look, I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. But we, you know, I, I only got Bruce Lee. I got echoes of Bruce Lee. I got reruns of Bruce Lee. I got, hey, have you ever seen this or that? Uh, uh, Brandon Lee was like a contemporary. He was like our, he was going to be our guy. Um, the, the, the tragic um, death uh, while filming the movie, notwithstanding, the, the movie in and of itself is just dynamite. Actually, I got to say this. Part of the reason why I'm still so angry at, at the Daredevil cinematic attempt is because they blatantly ripped off my my flaming crow <laughs> scene with a, with a double. It also beat. made no sense. Uh, I love the director's like it's an homage. I'm like it has to yeah, make sense. No place. What it is it? Will feel the flame, and that's <laughs> that's that's what he was going for. How stupid. Um, but no, the, all joking aside, the crow is just outstanding. Again, the crow. Uh, as a comic book guy, I never read The Crow. I only saw the movie. Ever? I, no, no, I've, I've read it since. Um, but when that movie is coming I out, I, was, uh, I know I made the joke before. You were going to get a mailed copy look, to you. No, yeah. I fucking love I that get, book, too. No, I have uh, multiple editions here, um, different story arcs and, and whatnot. Um, but, I mean, don't forget that movie uh, that, that movie came out in 94. So I was really still at that time... Um, you know, the, the classics, Superman, X-Men, I was caught up in those classics, plus I was yeah. caught up in like this new wave of like all the image stuff that was coming out and I was buying number ones and, um, you know, alternate covers of shiny holograms and, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't know from The Crow, I thought, The Crow, I would, you know, you see that book, you're like, that's something kids that shop in Hot Topic are going to buy. Um, then I saw the movie. And I had a, a lot of reasons to see the movie, and uh, it changed. It, I mean, it just completely turned me around about the character. The, the, I mean, I think I may have bought my first Crow comic the same day that I walked out of the theater, because wow. that's how that's how like turned on to the character. Um, you know that the movie that the movie got me. I, it was just outstanding. It made me an instant fan of the character. That's how good the movie was. And you know that that. You, you obviously made it clear how it's almost insane I didn't bring it up. I honestly thought I'd be... Uh, it's one of those things that I'm almost afraid of going on too much of a, of a gushing spree, so I'll, I'll keep it relatively short and concise. That is one of those movies, um, and the comic as well, but I, I obviously went in the same order. I was movie mm -hmm. first. Which is a, an interesting kind of way of approaching yeah, the anything. The crow is outstanding. Um, the the crow is so important to me, as like it it informed my soul. Uh, again, 1994. I'm nine. I want to say I think I saw the crow at twelve. I think would realistically 
be when you would <laughs> slip me a copy or, or have it on. Um, and that's one of those layered films that it didn't take more than a second viewing to pick up on the the, the real movie behind what I, I think sometimes it was marketed as um, is this avenging Dark Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, but underneath it, it's 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 a story about love. Yeah, it's a story about heartbreak. Absolutely. It's a story it's about a, and and you tell it's that a to, love story at any means. It means the world. I I, I think to a lot of a lot of people, me me sure. especially. It actually, um, and this is going to sound negative, but I don't mean it in a negative way. It really misinformed me about what being in love was supposed to to hmm. be. Because when you're when you're young, you don't really get the real thing. You get the 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 young you version, the junior high version. And, uh, sure. It winds up being this this thing that makes everything a lot more. You know, I make fun of the Twilight movies a lot, <laughs> but and they suck. So fuck them. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the the crow had elements like that. I knew so many girls in in junior sure. high school and 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 yeah, to, you know, it's a uh, high school especially. It's it's it means a ton of different things to a ton of very different mm-hmm. people, which is magical. Yeah. No, I mean it's like nobody can deny it's a, it's a dark love story, um, but you know it's it's told in such a way that uh, um, you know again little little you know tween uh, girls that are kind of thinking about the concept of love for the first time um, that is going to set them off. Uh, the, you know the the kids that sit in the back of the class with their their jackets, uh, you know, hanging down low. Oh, I would do anything. You know, you better not do this. You better not do that. That type of tough guy mentality. Um, and, and you know, and and ultimately, just like this concept of whatever it takes. You know, by any means necessary. Plus it. Plus it had Ernie Hudson in it. Anytime you can trot out one of the Ghostbusters and have him, uh, you know, be a, be a contributing factor to the storyline. That's never a bad thing. I'll never forget uh, one of my favorite moments of you. You don't fanboy out the way I do. Uh, even this year, I met John Leguizamo for the twelfth uh-huh. time, and still I get very, I get very clenched up. I don't know what to uh-huh. say. I say too much. It doesn't always make sense. Um, nothing was more uh, amazing to me when we met Ernie Hudson a few years mm-hmm. ago. That was the line you not only busted out, <laughs> but you were like prepared. You like when we meet Ernie Hudson. <laughs> I'm going to tell him, man, I loved you in the crow. <laughs> and you did, and it got exactly the reaction that I, I suspect you wanted, and I know it was the reaction I wanted. He had a big smile on his face. He was clearly very, very <laughs> uh, proud of his work. He's great in that yeah, film. Yeah, he's a great that actor. He's great overall. He really, really is, and it's great seeing him get to work work more and more. Uh, in a lot of ways, people suspect that the crow movie is now kind of cursed. Um, not Br- Brandon aside, because I'm not going to disrespect him by by talking nonsense. But as far as the the remake, hasn't uh, happened yeah. yet. Even with the blessing of the original uh, creator, it uh it consistent. I mean, the, if you can't get it done with Jason Momoa when he's about to be one of the biggest things out, I I don't know if it can get done. And and part of me does want a, a, another retelling that could potentially have proper sequels but that's going to bring me to an unlikely one um crow had a bunch of sequels by and large they're considered total sure. shit he had a tv series total shit uh i happen to really like in its own way i don't love it but it's worth noting uh the crow salvation is the i want to say the third of four oh, no. there was the crow the crow city of angels the crow salvation then the crow wicked prayer um the crow city of angels went to theaters narratively it was a mess there is a great screenplay version of it that they didn't make because they wanted it to be more like the original and and connect more to the 94 classic but the crow salvation was the first departure and those comics uh for anyone who who does really enjoy them and i really really do love them they're kind of all um miniseries there's not it's not eric uh running around still in the world of the crow comics they they rotate it's the concept it's you know, spear can't sleep. A crow brings you back. Um, in that regard, I think the Crow Salvation was the movie that really led me to finding more comics. Because you really? you read the first graphic for the Crow, 
and it's it's the right. film. It's, 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 a, it's a his story. A, it's exactly right. He actually doesn't have a last name. I calling him Eric Draven. <laughs> but uh, it, it took me. I, I saw City of Angels, didn't like it, and I very much just foolishly assumed that that was the um, next arc. And I was like, I don't need to read mm-hmm. this. Um, but The Crow Salvation, which came out in 2000, so six years after the original, was the first one. I was like, oh, shit, you can do interesting stuff. And the one thing I'll say, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but it's the thing I really, really dug about. And the film's not great. It's just say, okay. I, but I think it's worth... I'm a little bit uh, confused because it's you're, you're not saying it was a good movie, uh, but you're saying it was a good adaptation? No it, no, it wasn't a direct adaptation either. It was it was a fine movie. It's proof that there can be a Crow sequel that's good huh. with a different main I character. I mean, I haven't seen one, but it's, okay. It's, <laughs> it's <laughs> I feel like it's proof, proof of concept almost. There's one really kind of cool scene, and it's a lower-budget direct-to-DVD movie. Uh, so a lot of people, please, again, hunt me on oh, social media man. if you disagree. But if you agree, please tell me because I don't want to feel alone. I- but Don't anticipate many rewarding agreeing with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if there's any sold on on Amazon, I expect my commission. Yeah, no. Uh, but there's an amazing scene where he's he's arrested for again slight spoilers. He's arrested for killing his girlfriend, and they give him the electric chair. And the for some reason in this crazy gothic town, it's a full face sure, mask. Sure. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> like around his uh-huh. head. And it winds up, it gets like struck by lightning, which is crazy oh, no. and felt like Frankenstein. It winds yeah. up fucking lighting his head on fire. <laughs> um, so so what happens is when he comes back to life in the morgue, he's fucking, he's burnt. And he winds up peeling at his skin to reveal the, the, the crow look yes. because the mask had the lines going down oh, and the line God. going across. You know, some... It was kind of cool. Some, yeah, when you're a 12-year-old dum-dum, um, there was some writer just like <laughs> smoking pot in his mom's basement at like 4 in the morning. He's got to put a spec crow up movie out. He's like, eh, you know, it'd be cool, man. And he just like wrote the whole <laughs> scene around that aspect of getting the crow look from a from a mask. What? Why didn't? Uh, hey, I got one. And I don't need to be toked up even. So okay. So the, our next crow is a carnival barker, and um, yeah, he, the the yeah. guy sitting in the uh, in the in the in the the the, the, the wet tank, the uh, the sink tank, uh, he calls out sick. So now our our, our lead guy's got to sit in there, and uh, you know he's talking trash, and he gets sunk, in and uh, someone hits it right as the lightning strikes, and um, the crow paint is uh, on the outside of the glass, and that gets emblazoned on his face. Crow number 19, ready to go. That is crap. That's a garbage, garbage movie. The only positive... You are The only a bad positive <laughs> that I can take away from that is that um, it, it, it brought you back to more uh, crow comics and, and, and helped you read uh, ongoing adventures of, of other crows beyond... Eric, but that doesn't make it a good movie, my friend. I'm gonna have to put the eh on that one. It also, it also made me think, Kristen. Uh, I almost said Stewart. Um, <laughs> that's not who it is at <laughs> all. Uh, Kristen Dunst is the female star in that movie. Oh, well, there you go. She's she was hot. I mean, she was hot. Played the played the younger sister. <laughs> good I times. Don't know. Well, speaking speaking of hot. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take that dynamite transition into my next doodoo movie. Um, and I'm going to say that yours also a doodoo movie. Um, but no, I think an absolute <laughs> terrible, terrible, painfully bad uh, uh, translation is um, Nicolas Cage as Johnny Blaze, uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, actually, I- I'm going to go ahead and can I can I include both of them? In my uh, yes, you in can. my slander, it's been. I mean, I'm just, looking. I'm looking at the judges. Uh, and yeah, yes, you okay. Can. Only the Russians are shaking their head. But you know what? Fuck them. Um, just an abs- <laughs> <laughs> just an absurd, silly, uh, terrible. You know, shitty CGI. Um, look, I understand if you're going to make a character about a skull, a uh, flaming skull head. 
Um, you know, you got to start with the CGI. You, when you sit down to that meeting and you decide you're going to give this script a go, a go which you shouldn't have because the script is garbage too. But um, let's use CGI from like a decade ago to do the most important thing, which is show the friggin' flaming skull, skull head. Um, just, just, just really, really bad. And honestly, I think the second one was even worse than the first. Um, I mean, just, just terrible. I don't know what the hell they were thinking with the script. Um, the character is completely unlikable. And, uh, look, this is not an assassination of Nicolas Cage. Um, I think he was an absurd (laughs) choice to begin with. Um, I think he was still kind of pissed that he wasn't Superman. Uh, you know, thank God we, we've really dodged a bullet on that one. But to jump in the leather jacket and chains of uh, of Ghost Rider, come on, man, Ghost Rider didn't do anything to you. Well, why I got to take it on him? What a piece of crap pair of movies. Just, just absolutely atrocious. And honestly, I feel like um, that was one of those circumstances where the movie was so bad. Anyone who liked Ghost Rider comics were like, hey, you know what? Why don't we sit the next couple of plays out, buddy? Because <laughs> take a knee because uh, you're going to need a break from this one. What total garbage. It's so it's so strange because in that, the, the early, the, the first decade of the 2000s was such a weird time for comic book movies. As some listeners may know, I had a, a borderline starring role. In, in in the second uh, Andrew Garfield iteration, um, amazing Spider Man. You can see my at least my crotch does. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, no. So. And it is <laughs> on the big screen. I was like, that's my it's brother's crotch. Size. Yeah, it's 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 that's, the weirdest thing. Um, but yeah, my no. brother's ding dang and pink man. <laughs> two thousand eight has absolutely two of my favorite uh, comic book films. Uh, and no, it's not Dark Knight, which came out that year. But hmm. I'm talking. Iron Man for Marvel Studios, and I'm talking Wanted. Uh, I fucking love those movies. Yeah, that those are if two If I had hits. to sit through the spirit uh, to get Iron Man and Wanted, worth it. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Now, again, Wanted, um, Wanted, I caught, had not read the comic. Uh, it was not, not oh, a mainstream. Oh, really? Yeah, it was not a mainstream comic. Um, was not on the forefront. Nobody was... At least in my shop was like, hey, you got to read this. Um, and afterwards, I did, it took me a little while to even know that it was a comic book property. Um, you know, similar to like Kingsman. And I mean, the movies like that can catch you off guard, at least me. Um, yeah, the store the, I was going to was really pretentious. So okay. picking up my Daredevil book, I'd always get my balls busted oh, unless I, I read kind of the... The talk of the town. So that's how I got introduced <laughs> to things like that's fair. Kingsman and Kick-Ass. And I got yeah. kind of thrown into into that world. Well, uh, you're, to, you're, you're to, better off for it. You've heard my theory, I think. If you're a creator, and uh, like you know, we'll, we'll use us as an example. Uh, if U.S. Comics ever gets um, uh, ever gets tapped to be you know, to be something different, you, you go to, to, to screen big or small, my preference would be small. You know, I would love a big budget, um, pay attention to detail adaptation, but small screen allows for telling a, a long, you know, a bigger story, a, a truer, more involved story. You, you don't have to, um, you don't have to water things down to fall within a specific time frame. Um, even if you're going to do multiple movies, like a, a trilogy still has um you know has a beginning and an end naturally and you only have so much time to get across what you want to say almost like a podcast (laughs) (laughs) i like your style well john i think you hit the nail on the head when you said we'd rather go small screen than big if we ever did go big screen i think the nice thing about our universe is we have some characters that can kind of take uh the forefront for two hours as long as we're able to have that nice thorough backdrop of the universe I, I think it could work but i'm with you um and and disney i know i talk a lot of shit but you want to you know you want to make a deal let's make a deal you got a streaming service i got a comic <laughs> book you pieces of garbage uh, i'll throw on the mickey mouse ears and everything 
Uh, but nice. we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in this and every week. Please make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. We are on Spotify now if that's easier for you. But first, make sure you go to iTunes and go ahead and hit that five star. You leave a comment. You can even say, like, butts. Tell us your favorite um, movie adaptation for a comic book or tell us your least favorite. We like to keep it negative, too. Uh, social medias are all at read us comics for the ceo john rivera i'm his lovable huggable sidekick i'm the chubby tuna salad of his dreams uh, i'm charlie rivera the coo and we will see you next comic book day peace